Welcome back, everyone, to the Huddle Up Podcast. This is the uh, Five Observations uh, with Big Jim, uh, the host of the Huddle Up Podcast, which you can, of course, find uh, on Facebook.com, Twitter, at Huddle Up Podcast, and uh, on our YouTube page uh, each and every Tuesday night live. Uh, starting at 8 o'clock Eastern time, you can subscribe on all podcast platforms. Uh, make sure you check out our merchandise over at tpublic.com. We're also on TikTok. You can find the link tree on Twitter, Facebook, and our YouTube page, so make sure you uh, are following along with us there, and and that is uh, the best uh, way to keep track of everything Huddle Up related. Um, I, before I jump into the observations for this week, uh, this is the second week of it. I hope you enjoyed the first one. Uh, if you are subscribed to us on the podcast feed, You've probably noticed um, with the, with the addition of our normal weekly live show, we now have the five observations with me, uh, which come out Friday night, Saturday night, maybe sometimes on Sunday. I'll, I'll drag it out and do a, like a re, an instant reaction pod sort of a situation to uh, to the weekend that was in football, especially in the NFL. Um. Well, you notice this week the new five for fighting with Mike Bernier. So thank you to uh, to Big Mike, Big Mac, for uh, getting that uh, getting that started. That is a weekly NHL show that uh, Mike will be doing on the feed. So you're going to start seeing these additional uh, shorter shorter version shows. Uh, the one for me, the one for Mike, uh, starting maybe as soon as this week. Uh, Ernest EJ Christian, who is uh, a weekly contributor to the regular Huddle, Huddle Up podcast live uh, live show, will be starting a um, an NBA show. So um, you can uh, expect to see that within the coming weeks, uh, where he will be giving some uh, you know kind of observations, thoughts on uh, the current state of the National uh, Basketball Association. Um, and, and we may be seeing some uh, MLS or World Cup coverage uh, from from Matt and uh, maybe some other things as well. So, uh, look, um, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, we're never going to uh, ask you to turn in your work or prove that you've listened to everything. This is just bonus coverage. You know, we have a great team uh, here at the Huddle Up Podcast, and I, I want to thank uh, Ernest, Mike, Matt, uh, Kyle, uh, of course, my brother Sean, who uh, you know is is you know life uh, is kind of keeping him away uh, from the feed. Same with Dave as well. We have built a tremendous team uh, with the Huddle Up Podcast, and I want to thank each and every one of the guys who are uh, contributing to that. Um, and and the show and the brand and everything is is really heading in a direction that um, I've always kind of wanted it to be. Uh, I've been doing this for 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 nine years now, and um, you know, I just have a tremendous team of of guys here. So I want to uh, publicly uh, thank them for uh, everything they do to contribute to the Huddle Up podcast. But yeah, you know, m- mix and match. You know, whatever you whatever you want to do, whatever you want to listen to. Uh, I know with with between radio shows, podcasts. TV shows, movies, sports. There's a lot of content to, uh, uh, you know, to to take in. So um, we're giving you more. We enjoy uh, producing it. You know, listen when you can. We certainly do uh, appreciate all the support as always. And the thing I always say is uh, if you enjoy our show, if you enjoy our product, please, please share it 
with uh, at least one person that you think will enjoy it as well and uh, encourage them to do the same and we'll continue to grow the brand that is the Huddle Up Podcast. We certainly do appreciate uh, all of that. Uh, so now let's get into the uh, the observations here, um, starting with the World Series. Uh, last night, unfortunately, the Phillies fell uh, in Game 5. They lost uh, – they got uh, combined no hit in Game 4 on Wednesday. The Astros now lead the series uh, three games to two. Astros need one more win. The Phillies need to win out. Uh, currently, as I'm recording this, uh, it's Friday night. I, I have a busy weekend on tap, and I, I wanted to make sure that I got the observations out. So that's why you're getting it a, a day early from me this week as opposed to last week. I got it out uh, Saturday night, and, and but uh, this will be the general time frame. It'll be a weekend uh, weekend release. But uh, currently tonight, no baseball. It is the, only, it is, uh, the, the last off day of the baseball season. Um, but this, to me, this, this world series, and it's not just the world series, it's kind of been this whole, the new playoff format has kind of felt a little rushed, uh, to me. Um, there was two off days, uh, in, in, in this, in this world series. Um, and the, it, I don't know, it just, it just seems like they're trying to buzz it through. And, and I mean, if you go back to the, the championship series, um, if it would have went to to get if, if they all would have went to game seven, it would have been I believe there was games one and two. Then there was an off day, and then I think three through seven were bam bam like all in a row. There wasn't another off day. Uh, so like I don't know, and and maybe if you're if you're a baseball fan, you can answer this question better than me. Uh, feel free to reach out to the show, but like I don't know if it's just a situation of of their running out of days and, and they, they want to get it in before the middle of November. They don't want to be playing baseball on Thanksgiving, but like, you know, maybe they figured out to start pitchers and catchers report a week earlier and preseason or exhibition games start a week earlier and stuff like that. So, so that, um, you know, you can get this thing in, but would still give proper numbers of day days off and, um, things like that it just feels like there's a there's a bit too too much of like a, a hurry factor with the new I like the new format by the way this isn't this isn't everybody complaining about oh the Phillies shouldn't have been in the World Series anyway they weren't any good they shouldn't even probably shouldn't even have been in the playoffs no that, that's not what this is this is just I, I would like to see maybe a little bit more time uh whether it's not you know and in, in, in between rounds, you know, they, they had all those off days before the World Series started when they could have just had both teams start hot in the in the World Series right after the uh, championship round. But but it needs tweaking, I think. I think it it's, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's good. I like the expanded uh, format. I like the wild card play-in series as opposed to a play-in game. If you know me, I've never been a fan of the play-in game, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's good. It just needs tweaking. Um, in terms of the world series though, look, um, I'm not giving up on the Phillies. Uh, do I think they could still win it all? Absolutely. Um, you know, this is a team that's resilient. I mean, you go back to July, you wouldn't have believed that they were even in the playoffs, much less a world series. So, um, certainly not giving up on them. Uh, yeah, yeah it's cliche. Does tomorrow night, Saturday's a must win? Absolutely. But you know, if you can get a win, and you can force a game seven if you're a sports fan, especially if sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, that go that, that are a series. 
you know for a fact that 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 series uh thing weird things can happen in game sevens. So get there. You get there. That's all you can do. You get there, you play the maximum number of days in this series that you can get. You know, Phillies fans that are um are uh quick to judge, to quick to hate that their team. Look, I get you're frustrated, but put it in perspective. Go back and tell yourself in July that you're going to be at Game 6 of the World Series. And then think about it. When you want to send hate tweets to, you know, to players and managers, think about where you were in June. Think about where you were in July. And then tell me that, it's, that, that, that that's the smart play right now. You know, and I saw a tweet from Nick Castellano's wife that said Phillies fans had taken a swing at them. Look. Philly fans, the good Philly fans, and believe me, look, there are there are infinitely more good Philadelphia sports fans than there are bad. There's in, infinitely more good sports fans than there are bad, but it's always the bad that gets the gets the attention, right? It's always the bad that gets the headlines. And this does not help the cause for Philadelphia. The tweet from Nick Castellano's wife. And look, the 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 the, the individuals that took a swing or said things uh, or, or tried to harm in, in any way, verbal or physical, any player's family, hell, any player's, but especially any player's family, those people should not be allowed anywhere near a not only a major league park, but any sporting facility. Because that's disgusting. That's gross. It's a game, man. It's a game, and I know. Look, I'm a sports fan. I get mad. I ride the roller coaster with all of my teams. Ask my friends. Ask my wife. <laughs> playoffs playoffs, and, and, and tight games are, are no fun. I get it. But to, 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 to threaten to try to harm somebody, especially somebody's family, what, what did his wife do? What did his kids do? Come on. It doesn't help your cause. And it makes it makes it harder for the good Philly fans or good sports fans to to defend that city, to defend that reputation. And say, no, 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 it's not really like that. Oh yeah, well, here's this. Oh yeah, well, here's this and this and this. Think about that. That's on you. But the Phillies are still alive. Obviously, must win. But if you the, the Phillies can win two games in a row. They can win in Houston. They've done it already. Gotta start Saturday night. Um, my second observation from this week, the Los Angeles Rams are in big trouble, big trouble, big, big trouble. The defending Super Bowl champions are now in a real tough spot because they're aging veteran aged, not even aging, aged veteran quarterback. Um, his arms falling apart. He looks tired. He looks slow. Offensive lines, not helping him. Doesn't have a run game. Cooper cups banged up. You don't have Odell Beckham this year. Uh, you know, you don't have Von Miller this year. It, it's a different Rams team. You know, they're sitting at three and four. Like, they, it's not even that they might not win the West. You know, they, they, they may not make the playoffs, period. Playoffs? Oh, we're not. We're doing that again. No, we're not. I'll do my best. They, they may not make the playoffs, man. And, and if you look at, at – this, this is what the Rams did. They they went out and they went all in, 
They put all the chips in the middle of the table. I won a Super Bowl, and I want it now. Don't we all? Jerry Jones, can you do that? Can you can you put all your chips in the middle of the table? Because I'm a Cowboys fan, Jerry. Are you listening, Jerry? I want a Super Bowl now. Give me a Super Bowl now, please. Um, but the Rams went all in. And it worked. Rams won the Super Bowl. This year, they may not make the playoffs. 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 Um, Was it worth it? Like, do you do you want as a as a franchise, as a sports fan, do you want your team to win a championship or do you want your team to try to build a dynasty? Okay, Dyn- dynasties are hard, man. You had the Patriots, you had the Cowboys in the nineties, you had the you almost had the Bills in the early nineties. I call that like a, a dynasty adjacent because they went to four straight Super Bowls. That ain't easy to do. You've had the Niners, you had the Steelers long ago. Dynasties are, are, are come and go, man. You ha- you've had them in other sports, too. But you've also had fringe championship teams. One, one and dones. Marlins have been it. Diamondbacks have been it. You know, the the Ravens, they've they've won a couple in there. But it's like they win one, they, they go down, build back up, win one, fall back down a little bit. Like, what what do you want as a sports fan? Right now, as a Cowboys fan, I would take one. Give me one. I don't need three in four years. I'll take it. If anybody's handing out three Super Bowls in four years, I'll take it. But it, but if if I can if we can buy one, the Cowboys can buy one. I want Jerry Jones to do it. And that's what the Rams did. They went they went out and bought it. They they did they did everything they had to do, including selling a lot of draft capital. And at the time, people said, well, it's just draft picks. Just draft picks. It's, just, it's no big deal. It's just draft picks. That's coming back to hurt them now because you have an aging team. But, James, they just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. But they have an aging team. And how do you rebuild it if you don't have draft picks? Rams are going to find out. How bad is it going to get? You know, or is it just a couple of is, – is it finding the, the replacement to Matt Stafford? Finding the replacement to Von Miller. Putting more support around a Cooper Cup. We're going to see with the Rams in the next couple of years. Uh, Observation number three. Um, Coming into this season, um, it was announced for the first time that the National Hockey League was allowing jersey ads um, on, on 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 the sweaters for the first time. Small patch, top right corner, right right shoulder, right chest. Um, hockey fans lost their minds, man. And, and, it, and it is similar to when during the pandemic, the bubble season, or the bubble playoffs, and then the the the, the next season, um, with limited capacity, the NHL uh, allowed for helmet sponsors for the first time ever. People went crazy then. Because they're afraid they're they're gonna they're gonna turn into the European hockey jerseys and helmets. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're not a huge hockey fan, just go to your go to Google, uh, go to your favorite search engine. It doesn't have to be Google. I don't want to tell you what to do, but go to Google. Type in European hockey jersey ads, 
and be prepared to be horrified by what you're about to see. They, they are a skating billboard on an ice that's a frozen billboard. Um, but what people don't realize is the difference between the National Hockey League and these European leagues is the European leagues, if they didn't do that with all the sponsors, they wouldn't exist. The National Hockey League can exist without uh, the jersey ads and helmet ads and probably even without the board ads. You'd be paying a hell of a lot more at the ticket gate, but that's... That's what uh, I think a lot of hockey fans forget. So, um, for me, I was like, "Look, I've grown up on, I've grown up in going to American Hockey League games. I've only been to about a handful of National Hockey League games in my in my adult life. I've been to three Washington Capitals games, and I think four Flyers games. So that's that's that's, that's under two handfuls." And but I've been to countless minor league games: the Reading Royals, the Hershey Bears. There's probably some others. And they've always they've always had jersey ads. The Hershey Bears have had a jersey sponsor, Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, going back into the the mid '90s. Recently, they've begun having a helmet sponsor as well for the first time, which I think currently is PSECU, Central Pennsylvania Hockey Fans. You can check me on that. Tweet me at Big Jim Sports if I got it wrong, or you can tell me I got it right. Um, so I didn't mind that I didn't mind the helmet ads. I'm like, look, here's the deal: you're watching a game on TV or in person. You're not close to the ice. You're barely going to see it. Same with the jersey ads. But something the NHL is also playing around with, and uh, as as you can learn, any revenue, um, any revenue opportunity. If they don't, they don't, those opportunities don't go away. Like once, once they're determined that they're okay, they're there, to, they're there for life. So what they're doing this year is in the arena, you have your sponsors on the, the dasher boards, you know, your perimeter of the, of the rink. But on TV, if you watch, you're not seeing what they see in, in the arena. You're seeing a CGI ad. Sometimes it's multiple ads. One, sometimes it's for the network you're watching the game on. Sometimes it's for Ford or Subway or Budweiser or Bud Light, and the, that's okay. It's okay, but the the problem is there are times when they will change during play, and you just see all this motion, or they move during play. It's like a video ad on the board. Or like sometimes, as I the one the one game I was watching with the Capitals last week, um, it was because it's CGI. It was like it was like jittery. It almost made me like motion sick watching the game. That's far more distracting than a Caesar's Sportsbook ad on the Capitals jersey. That that to me is far more egregious. It's and 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 it's not it's not even that that it's a CGI ad because they've had CGI ads. Um, behind the behind the net on the glass for like the last five seasons they've had CGI ads um on the uh, on the ice they've they put them on the ice starting with I think last year so it's not the CGI ad it's that they change and move during play it's distracting and, and, and that's what I don't like about it so maybe my hope is that like they'll continue the ads but but not have them move during play probably not let's get real Sidebar, the Washington Capitals, my Washington Capitals, 
Um, I've had a awful start to the year. Um, they're about 500. It's not that they're, you know, really in the, in the dumps, but the injury bug has bitten them hard. They started the year without their starting center, Nicholas Backstrom, starting winger, Tom Wilson. Um, now you've lost TJ Oshie long-term Connor Brown long-term Connor Brown was the guy who came in to take Wilson's place for half the year, recovering from an ACL injury. Connor Brown's out for the year. Uh, John Carlson, your your uh, captain defenseman, uh, alternate captain defenseman. Um, it just, I mean, there's numerous injuries, more injuries that happened this week. It's it, the 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 Capitals are about the point they're going to be playing uh, with an AHL roster here in a minute. But um, neither here nor there. Um, Mike of Mike will keep uh, everybody uh, posted on the National Hockey League. Um, uh, everything you need to know in the National Hockey League on the Five for Fighting. Coming up on this feed uh, Thursday of next week. Bing. Um, I'm still trying to this. Is my moving moving on here in my fourth uh, observation. I'm still trying to get into the NBA uh, in the in the Sixers more. I was teasing uh, and, and texting uh, Ernest and Kyle earlier today, and um, I've I always joke with Ernest that he's not an actual hockey fan. So. Ernest is a huge uh, NBA fan. He's about as big of an NBA fan as I am an NHL fan. Um, and he's kind of to the NHL what I am to the NBA and kind of just trying to get into it more. Um, almost like a novice fan, I think is what Ernest uh, told me in the in the, the text earlier today. But I'm trying, man. Like um, you know, Over the last couple of years, we, we changed our cable so I get the Sixers games. Um, and I'm just trying to get into it. Like, I, like I want to get down to, to some Sixers games. Um, and, and cause like, I, I feel like if I have, uh, if, if I'm the host of, uh, a sports podcast and I'm on earnest podcast, talking sports, I'm on student game podcast, uh, talking about sports that I should probably broaden more than just football, baseball, hockey. Uh, there's a fourth major sport in the U S and I should probably do my best. Uh, to get into it. So I'm trying. I, I, I watched a lot of the, the playoff basketball last year. The, the challenge is basketball, the NBA, and, and the NHL run at the same time. So um, to, to the, the balance of trying to watch both uh, can be difficult. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Go Sixers. Um, lastly, uh, as we are heading into what is the midway point of the National uh, Football League season. Now, last night we saw the Eagles improve to 8-0, defeating the Houston Texans. I want to look at the teams going into week number nine that are the uh, contenders, kind of like contenders, pretenders. Um, And I'm not talking for like a Super Bowl championship. I'm just talking about like, are are these teams, and I'm picking, I'm I'm looking at the ones that I consider to still be alive, uh, whether it's just technically or actually in the National Football League right now. Uh, going into Week Nine, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing any of the division leaders. So these are just starting with the the number one wild card team through some of the teams on the outside looking in. Um. 
And I'll start with the uh, with the AFC, the five and three Jets sitting in the number one wild card spot. Um, this is a hard team to read because their quarterback's not great. Their quarterback's not really that good. They lost Brees Hall, who was the feel good story of the year, rookie of the year. Um, they bring in James Robinson from the Jaguars. They still have Michael Carter. They have a bunch of receivers nobody's heard of. Um, a defense that's playing well and a young head coach that has a lot to prove and has a chip on his shoulder. Um, so uh, you know what? I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy that the Jets are contenders for a playoff spot. That this team is going to remain in the hunt. They're not gonna fall apart. Uh, the Dolphins at five and three, absolute contender. Uh, it, it, as long as Tua stays healthy, this team is a contender. We so we th- this team looks uh, uh, completely different with Tua under center for the Dolphins. If he gets hurt again, pretender. If he stays healthy, contender. Uh, The L.A. Chargers. Woof. Another complicated one. Because I I, I believe, I mean, they have the roster. And... Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that their failures fall just on the coaching staff. Like it just seems like something's missing. Is it offensive line play? Is it is it defensive play? Is it like I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I'm gonna go pretenders. I'm gonna go, even even though they they're in a in a division that that you can make ground in. This year, apparently, because nothing makes sense. I'm gonna go pretender. Uh the New England Patriots at four and four. Uh can I go push? Like a like a like over under, can I go push? Give him a push. Uh no. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pretender because they don't know what they're doing at quarterback. Is it Zappy? Is it Jones? Um it's there's there's just too much volatility there. The Patriots are pretenders. The Bengals. Oh, Bengals. Bengals. When I made my power rankings this past week, there's words I never thought I'd say. But when I made my power rankings this week, I had them penciled in at four. So I'm like, there's no way they can lose to the Browns, right? Right? Uh-oh. And not only did they lose to the Browns, man, they got their shit pushed in. Like it, it just it wasn't good. They got their asses kicked by the Browns. And yeah, I know they're missing Jamar Chase and half their defense, and I'm sure Big Mike will tell me who else they were missing. Um, but it, man, if you're if you're that close, because it's not even like it was a close game, and like the Browns just caught you late. Like you you just got your ass kicked. Like if you're that if you're that close to being bad, I can't buy you as good. Now, considering the the two teams ahead of you are pretenders, I'll go contenders on the Bengals. Absolutely, absolutely. Figure it out though. You got to figure it out. The, the The last one that I have here, and I'm only putting them in here because I don't know what this team is with Sam Ellinger, the three, four, and one Indianapolis Colts. Because I mean, they're 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 what a game and a half out of the last wild card spot right now at the halfway point. 
Like, I can't totally lock him out. But, man, you got to move now. Sam Ellinger, the offense did look a little bit better. They still lost last week, but they looked better. So maybe he'll settle in. I don't know. Figure out how to use Jonathan Taylor, please. I have him on my fantasy team, please. But um, ultimately, I'm going to go pretender. This thing's a dumpster fire. The fire's getting bigger. I think Frank Reich is going to find his way out of that coaching spot. Uh, NFC. You know what? For the NFC, I'm going to work. I'm going to work from the bottom up. The three and five Green Bay Packers. Boy, did they put a scare in the Buffalo Bills, huh? A.A. Ron Charlay Rodgers out there slinging it. The Bills wanted to give that game away. The Packers just couldn't take it. That, that right there is the problem. The Packers used to be that team that that when they smelled blood, they went in for the kill. Now they can't even. Now they can't even smell. Is loss of smell a, a side effect of ayahuasca? I don't know. Ask Aaron. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pretender. I, I don't believe this team can put it back together enough to to get into the playoffs. They're they're too young. They're inexperienced. I think there's there's um there's a lack of trust in that room with, with each other. Um. So yeah, this is this is bad news for for Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, the three and five bucks. Ooh, turmoil, injury, drama, angry Tom. It's been a recipe for disaster to start this year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And does does the does the the settlement on the divorce make it better? We haven't we haven't seen we haven't seen the Bucks. Since last Thursday, we're gonna find out in two days. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go contender for a playoff spot because they're in a division that's currently led by the Atlanta Fraud Guns. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go contender just based on that alone. But this team's not good. Uh the Rams. We were just talking about the Rams. Quarterback's arms falling off. Cup banged up. No running game. Defense looks suspect. Pretender. Rams, here it is. You can lock you know, you know our, our Tuesday segment, lock it up. Rams are not making the playoffs. Lock it up. Commanders. Remember Ernest E.J. Christian on our show, on the preview show? Has this team going to the playoffs? Playoffs? I know Jim Mora. Not good. Um, Tyler Heineke under center. Ratching a couple wins together. Is, 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 is this going to be a magic season in Washington? No. The bubble's going to burst on this team contender or excuse me pretender Ooh, don't lump me in with ej Mm-mm-mm. pretender 49ers four and four 49ers contender now i do i will say this and i'll reiterate something i said on the huddle up podcast this past week 
this team, I need to see more. I need to see more if we're, if we want to start talking deep playoff run, Super Bowl run. I need I need to see more out of this team, but Christian McCaffrey, if he stays healthy, provides an element to this offense they didn't have before. And an element that can make them a great team. So I have them as a I have a I have them as a contender. The New York Giants. Oh boy. Six and two. Losses to the Seahawks and to the Cowboys. That's the Riptide Rush quarterback to Cowboys. Um I will go playoff contender based on current record and schedule alone. Now, do I truly believe in my heart of hearts the New York Giants are going to be in the playoffs when at season's end? I do not. But, but based on how weak the NFC schedule is for them, the NFC East schedule is, and the fact that they are two games up on their closest competition, I, you know, and, and, and there's two teams at four and four, two games behind the Giants. One of those is a team in their division. You win those games, you're, 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 the math is on the Giants' side. They are a playoff contender to make the playoffs. They will lose in the first week if they make it. Finally, six and two, my Dallas Cowboys, absolute contender. I know. Homer. I know. But let's be honest here. Look at the rest. Look at the field. Okay? Even if you're looking at division winners, let's call the Vikings a lock. Let's call the Eagles a lock. Are the Seahawks a lock in the West? Probably not. So maybe the Niners catch them. Are the Cowboys better than either the Seahawks or the Niners? They're better than the team that's not going to win the division. I know that. Because right now I believe the Niners are going to catch the Seahawks and win that division. So I think the I think the Cowboys are better than the Seahawks. Then let's look at the South. Are the Cowboys better than the Bucks or the Falcons? <clears throat> Fraud cons. I know they lost to the Bucks. That was a whole different world in week one. Right now the Cowboys are better than the Bucks. They're definitely better than the Fraud cons. Okay? Are the Cowboys better than the Green Bay Packers? Yes. Are they better than the New York Giants, yes. Are they better than the Commanders? Yes. Are they better than the Rams? Yes. They beat him with Riptide Rush. So so based based on simple math, the Cowboys are playoff contenders. Now, are they going to make a deep run? They have the roster too. They have the defense too. Now it's up to Dak. It's up to McCarthy. It's up to Kellen Moore. It's up to Jerry Jones not to screw it up. They're absolute playoff contenders. If I was doing NFC champion contenders, the Cowboys are in the discussion. Absolutely in the discussion. But that's not what we're doing here. So there it is. There's my five observations from the week that was. Like I said, I wanted to get these in uh, tonight um, here on Friday. Uh, You'll be probably catching this. Uh, Saturday morning as you're getting ready for a college football Saturday and a big one at that. 
And then the NFL Sunday, uh, it's going to be a busy weekend for me. So I wanted to make sure I got this uh, taken care of. And um, so it's going to come out either Friday nights, Saturday nights, maybe even late Sunday night uh, after an NFL Sunday. But um, you can expect to see these from me uh, each and every week, at least while we uh, do the live shows during the football season. Uh, if you enjoy the format, let us know at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, HuddleUpPodcast at gmail.com. Or no, HuddleUpPodcast at Outlook.com. My bad. Um, uh, you can also, uh, subscribe to us, all podcast platforms, YouTube, TikTok, get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. The easiest place to get everything huddle up related is, uh, go to facebook.com slash huddle up podcast, Twitter at huddle up podcast and hit the link tree. All of it's right there. If you ever have any suggestions, things you want to hear, things you want us to do differently, please reach out. We'd love to hear feedback from everybody. And, uh, until Tuesday night when we are live facebook twitter youtube 8 p.m eastern time please enjoy your weekend stay safe stay smart and go for the win (laughs) 